Welcome to the Home Medic. You are listening to the segment on asbestos. Welcome to the Home Medic. We're helping you keep your money in your wallet, your family out of the hospital, and asbestos out of your mansion. Heidi Hansen. Hello. Good to be here. The proud owner of a fresh new bat cave, apparently. That's right. If you want to keep your family out of the hospital, not having loose asbestos in the house is probably a good thing, right? Yes, exactly. That's where we came up with that bat cave. It's bat cave on a budget, you know, black garbage bags all the way around and scrape off that cottage cheese ceiling. I can only imagine the bat cave sort of things that are going to happen in the bat cave. (laughs) Okay. That we will never tell. (laughs) This time around, I want to talk about uh, places where you can find asbestos, what the EPA recommendations are, and how to sample this stuff. Now, we talked about that earlier. We'll Mm. kind of review that in case you didn't listen to that segment. If you go on to Google and you do a search for asbestos in a home, The short answer to where can I find asbestos is anywhere and everywhere. Mm, Yes. I'm referring to the 80-20 rule a lot, and that summarized is that 80% of the problems are going to be caused by 20% of the people or the things, and that's going to be the case here as well. 80% of the problem in most homes for asbestos is going to be caused by that nasty cottage cheese ceiling. Yeah, and so you can turn that around. 20% of the work will solve 80% of the problem. That is true. That's Now, you're also going to find, in addition to that popcorn ceiling, you can have asbestos, for example, on the walls. Yes. Uh, it can be in the tape that happens on the joints over the sheetrock. Oh, really? Yeah, you can have it there. You can have it basically anywhere in the home. I've mentioned that you can actually have it on the ductwork in the house. That's fairly common. With the duct tape. Right. And I will see that, especially in older homes. Usually that's going to be pre-1980, you know, 1979, 1978, that sort of thing. I did see one home where it was built in about 1985, Grandpa lived in the basement, and he had this extra roll of asbestos tape mm. that he had kept long Hanging enough around to actually for a couple of decades. Yeah, <laughs> he had it long enough to decide to put it up in this new house that he built in, or at least was involved in, in 1985. So, if the home is up and it has that tape on it, is it something that they should even attempt to tear off, or is it safer to leave it on there? Can you tape over it with something to hold the contain the? So this goes back to EPA recommendations. Yes. Uh, they say that plan A with asbestos materials is that if you have the option to leave it alone, mm-hmm. that's what you want to do. Just leave it alone. So, for example, let's say that you have asbestos tape on the ducts and that the ducts are covered up by sheetrock. Chances of that stuff being disturbed and uh, entering the breathable air inside the house are pretty small. Right. It's possible, I can imagine, that maybe you get a mouse that might decide to start chewing on the asbestos. Mm. I can't imagine why a mouse would do that, and it would probably cause the mouse to die. You know, I'm, I'm thinking genetics and possibly the Darwin Award for that mouse. <laughs> But anything's possible, right? right. Maybe you've got rats that are brushing by this asbestos as they're walking around through the house. Right. If so, 
They may be carrying a teeny bit of it on their little fur and rubbing it on your couch at night. Yeah, something like that. Crazy. If that's the case, I'm still thinking that the asbestos risk is uh, greatly overshadowed by the other risks associated with the rat. Yes. And that we probably have a rat problem as opposed to an asbestos problem. Good point. We always want to keep things in perspective. Indeed. Let's say that it is in a place where it's going to be brushed by regularly. Maybe it's in little Johnny's room. Maybe Johnny is a 13-year-old and he bounces basketballs or he carves on it. Yeah. I actually knew a family where they had a telephone, and this is going to date me a little bit. They had a telephone on the wall. Yeah, one of those old ones. And the kids all had this nasty little habit of digging the sheetrock with their fingers. While they talked on the phone? While they were talking on the phone. (laughs) So you'd have all these little pock marks on the wall. Yeah, little initials by the phone. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty much. And so if you've got a wall with maybe an asbestos tape on that, you know, they're going to be disturbing that. And at this point, if the wall were left alone and it's painted, you're not liable to have this area be disturbed. And I personally would leave it alone. If they're digging on this stuff, now you got to do something about it. Yeah, okay. And so doing something about it, we talked about that in the last segment. you got to basically get it wet, you remove it. And in this case, if it's actually the tape, I don't know that you could actually remove the tape and have all of the asbestos be gone. Mm -hmm. So you'd pretty much have to remove the sheetrock. Could you just mud over it maybe and then paint over it? Another option. I have actually seen people choose to put new sheetrock beneath a popcorn ceiling texture. Explain that again. Are you talking about on the ceiling? Yeah, this time it's on the ceiling. So basically... Oh, you mean basically between the ceiling and the living space. Yes. When you said beneath, I was thinking so behind. So you've got this, yeah, you got this ceiling up it's there actually below and it's got the popcorn ceiling and they didn't want to actually mess with that. They didn't know how to. They, they didn't just sheetrocked over so it and lowered their ceiling five-eighths of an inch. Right. Which isn't a huge amount. Yeah, and that's great until you got to tear the house down and then you've got asbestos that you can't get to and then you destroy the earth. But most people don't tear their houses yeah, down. Tearing the Not home down most. doesn't happen very often. Some people do, though. So at some future point in time, maybe at that point in time, they can just beam the asbestos into space when they're tearing oh, the house there down. there you go. Beam it up, Scotty. Beam it up. One of your options, if you do have that asbestos on the walls and it is being disturbed, so you could go with another layer of sheetrock. But if not, go back to our bat cave episode. Yeah. Yeah, you'll want to make sure you do that properly because you do want to keep your family and yourself out of the hospital. Right. By comparison, the asbestos remediators do tend to be very expensive. Yes. Yes. Since you can do it yourself. You can. You do are it while you in can. most states. Do it while you can before before the regulations get even stri- stricter. Yes, and who knows, you know, what the regulations are going to be when you're listening and what state you're in, but you'll, you'll want to double check all those yeah, check on that. sorts of things. All right, now we've covered where it can be found. You got It can be on the tape, it can be on the walls, it can be the popcorn ceiling, it can be on the ducts, anywhere where you need insulation. I have, and I mentioned this earlier, I have seen it where asbestos sheets are used to protect the house from being burned down. So you've got this hot flue, maybe from a fireplace, maybe from a furnace, whatever it is. And between that flue and the stud wall, Mm. you'll have this asbestos sheet. In those cases, it sounds like it's doing a good service. Yeah, and it is doing a good service there. And if you remove that, A, you've disturbed it, and so now you've got asbestos fibers in the house. B, once it's gone, your house is going to burn down. I bet there are more deaths from fire each year than there are from asbestos, too. I'm the, just guessing. Oh, now we're going back to... It's the to, homework again. Go to Google and... Yeah. 
that would be an interesting thing to find out. Actually, now that you mention, I'm quite sure there are a lot I'm more fire deaths. I'm pretty sure there are. Another one of those ironies is that fire deaths don't get nearly the headlines that asbestos does. Really? That would be another Google search, wouldn't how it? Many, yeah, how many fire deaths a year versus how many... And how many headlines on on both? Inhalation deaths. So had a sample that. We'll hit that again briefly. You want to use a baggie or an airtight container, something that is not going to leak the asbestos into the envelope as you're sending it to the lab. You're going to want to use a knife or a spatula. Don't just sample one big area and leave a hole. You're going to want to sample a number of smaller areas to make sure that you get a good distribution of the entire home. Okay. So if you've got this popcorn cottage cheese ceiling going on in four different rooms, you'll want to sample a small amount, maybe two locations in each of those rooms. So just maybe a couple square inches and and then make sure you have enough material to go on the head of a quarter. Yeah. The total needs to cover at least the head of a quarter. Okay. So So go for a half dollar if you you know want to make sure. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. If you even know what that is. No specs on the floor. The way to screw it up is to use that spatula and to knock down two square inches and then to pick up maybe a couple of specs on the floor and leave the rest. You do that, you've got a much bigger problem than you had the day before. Really? Because now that stuff, that asbestos, every time you walk across the floor and it has asbestos in it, those fibers are going into the air, you're breathing it now, Mm. and now you got a problem. So it doesn't take a whole lot to cause a problem. With asbestos. Yeah, and again, I uh, don't want to pretend that I'm a doctor. I don't want to tell you how much asbestos you have to breathe before you've got a problem. I don't think there's anybody that can answer that question. Right. So uh, the bottom line is do the reasonable set of things that don't cause problems, like letting it stay on the floor. Right. Grab a big old plastic bag or sheet, put on the floor first, Okay, right? Heidi, master of your mansion. Last time we, we put go. you in a bat cave. <laughs> oh, Should boy. we leave you in the bat cave? It's not too bad. I'm, you know, it's kind of fun in here. All right. You I'll stay Heidi, in here for one more episode. Stay away from that asbestos. The studio Keep me is safe. much like a bat cave. Keep me safe. We'll call it a man cave instead. I'll just cruise around in my Batmobile for a couple more episodes until you free me up. The listener, <laughs> the one listener. That's right. Are now master of your mansion for asbestos. And if you need more information, I bet you know where to go, right? Probably. Yeah. You, right? Me. Garth Haslam. HomeMedicUSA.com. And uh, there you can, if you need more information, we have a lot more information there. You can email me if you need a pro for asbestos or if you need a pro for anything else. Realtor. Call Garth. Call Garth. (laughs) Okay. And finally, and as always, Heidi, be yourself. Yeah, because I'm the only person besides Batman that has a bat cave. (laughs) That's right. Everybody else is taking (laughs) it.